0: near the building. I just went to Subway and I hugged it out with Trip beretta and Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor and Adam My opponent for the we evening. wrestlers and we hug because we, we love each other and we yeah, love man, rap. Man, Let's man. hug, man. This is Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Credit like fists. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful and magical and exciting edition of Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. When you're at MarkingOut.com, make sure you uh, comment on each episode because we will uh, talk about them on each episode. Any other ways that you can contact us, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut, email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Dog. i 'm also sitting here with Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at dave the rave underscore m o Dave Good afternoon Good morning. I should say
2: Hi, how is everyone doing today? Great I feel like this is such a mellow podcast right now it 's very uh, soothing
1: I know we want to we want to have people's people be soothing and speak about people with uh, soothing voices we're also here with brandon you can follow him on twitter at bttg161 brandon how are you
0: i'm doing uh, awesome as always how are you guys doing
1: should we have like golf voices today
0: Very uh great. definitely not i don't think so uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah well we can't impersonate tiger woods i was gonna make a I uh, i was gonna make a really... I,
0: say... I thought you were gonna no, i thought you were gonna say impersonate a podcast i was like who does talk like that on a podcast
1: I don't know. I don't know. Stone Cold, Stone Cold—he just yells at the top of his lungs. I hate how
0: many commercials he has
2: on his podcast. Hey, man,
1: like, money, brother. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I understand it all, but I always like fast forward them because I, all I want to hear is that interview.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I agree. You should respect. You should respect the commercial.
1: Yeah, respect. No. Anybody? Adam Sandler?
0: No, regardless.
1: That's one. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Let's oh, get the, kidding. Oh, Matt Hardy uh, said regardless in that promo. Yeah, I know. And he had a big emphasis on regardless, too. Yeah, that's that's t- three now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get some fan comments. Uh, first off is from Aaron saying, hey, guys, love the episode. Just following up on the World Heavyweight Championship debate, I feel like the WHC has become uh, is a glorified mid-card title. Instead of what it should be, which is a top title, it should have pride and glory when guys like Triple H held it in the mid two thousands or Edge in the late two thousands. At some points in time, it actually meant something. I think I was thinking after Punk's feud with Heyman, he could be one of the uh, he could be the one to bring back the feeling. Maybe a long title reign from someone like Punk is just what the title needs. Anyway, speaking of Triple H, I was wondering where you guys rank him all times in WWE history. Put aside your personal feelings towards him. I think he's at least in the top 15, if not the top 10. He's one of the only superstars in WWE history that can play up every aspect of good wrestling, moveset, storytelling, etc. P.S. Still hate Dave, but did gain (laughs) respect for him for not bad-mouthing me. Back last week. Hashtag Dave sucks. This guy's really trying to get underneath your skin, Dave.
2: Nah, it's not going to work. I still thank him for uh, listening to the podcast and. All that fun
1: stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, Triple um, H. Where do we rate him? All times. Well,
0: well, first with the, the the other, the World Heavyweight Championship. I think we did we discuss it last week. Yes, kind we of? did. Oh yeah, we we discussed it,
2: and I see what he's talking about. With I do agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I and it's unfortunate because I haven't really thought of that really, but it's fallen down to that kind of IC
0: level where it's not as important. It's just, it's just as of right now, currently, nobody cares about Alberto Del Rio. He doesn't get a boo. He doesn't get a cheer. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's so maybe, they, they maybe have, what comes after him will enlighten the they masses. They just have
1: to put the right, guy, the right guy with that title, and I think it'll make it back to where it was. Where nah. Edge had it in the late 2000s and Triple H had it in the mid-2000s. Anyway, Triple H, I can agree he's in the top 15. He's not in the top 10.
2: I, in I WWE say. history, I gotta, I'm gotta. going to actually say he's top 10 with WWE history for everything that he's done from the DX to McMahon, uh, McMahon-Helmsley era. I think he has done a lot
0: for the company, so I'm going to go top 10 WWE history. But It's, that, I don't, it's difficult, though, because then who else is in the top 10? I mean, you have to have guys like Hulk Hogan, guys like Bruno Sammartino, I would assume. Bob Backlund. I no, no, I'm, but, I'm, actually, well, sorry, I'm actually
1: serious about that one.
0: I wouldn't put Bob Backlund.
1: Why not? He has seven-year title reign. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's just I wouldn't. It's not like nobody talks about
2: Bob Backlund. But you still don't even think that Triple H would end, a, end up coming in a 8, 9,
1: 10? not nah. Hulk Hogan. I, you I, put, might,
0: I could say Triple H might be 10 or 11.
1: Hulk Hogan, um, Andre the Giant.
0: I wouldn't put Andre the Giant up there. What? He didn't do much for WWE, really. But then think about it. We're also
2: looking at... All, everything in the history If people in 10 years from now look
0: back They're going to be looking at Triple H At that level that these If you say who the are the parties. greatest If you say who are the greatest Top 10 wrestlers in WWE Of all time It's going to be Undertaker, Triple H Stone Cold uh, yeah. The Rock uh, Hulk Hogan Bruno San Martino might even get left off in the future But I feel like he's in the top 10 for sure there's just guys that are that are better
1: yeah all right
0: i'm I'm gonna agree with the top 10 though
1: all right next comment is from melissa gutterman first of all i want to thank you guys for tweeting out my twitter handle at gullygirl 3737 and telling people to follow it i marked out when i saw the tweet second to brandon (laughs) i miss your monday night nitros before talking about raw can you please bring it back Don't disappoint the fans. You see, Brandon? People actually like that. My
0: throat. I can't do anything about that. I've been been drinking more water and more fluid. Tea. I don't drink tea. I can't drink tea. You should.
1: Especially if you want to be a
0: voice actor. Tea tea makes me gag. Also honey.
1: Yeah. Honey, lemon, hot water. Uh, Third, I am starting my own collection of wrestling theme songs. I am up to 67 songs. I have a lot of famous ones, but I was wondering if there are any theme songs you guys would suggest getting. Thank you for being awesome.
0: Olay by the Bouncing Souls. Yes. Um. Yeah. I actually, I prepared for this question.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot out a few uh, for you to download or YouTube so this way you can check it out. Uh, unsettling Differences by Blue Smock Nancy.
1: Yep, we played uh, it on Steen. the podcast back in the early days. Yep, Chris but, Hero. But Chris is awesome.
2: Wait, yep. who's, who's uh... unsettling? Uh, Kevin Steen. Oh, yeah, I just want you to uh, say that. For- okay, Chris, Chris Hero's theme song. Chris is awesome. I am awesome, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. That's, uh,
1: actually, that's actually my, when I get a text message, that plays. Uh,
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty, marked him. When he debuts for WWE, we should definitely play it on the podcast. But um, hey. Jushin Liger theme song, Undertaker Ministry, uh, Chris Benoit, whatever, Christian at last, and actually, I'm going to put Kainatai, because yes. that never gets old.
1: <laughs> um, Roderick Strong's uh, theme music. A Victim, it's by Misery Signals. Uh, A Victim of Target, that's an awesome song. Definitely download that one too. Um, okay, cool, yeah. Gotta love wrestling theme music.
2: Yeah, check out, check out Ring of Honor theme songs because those are usually
0: really good and old school uh, ECW themes. Yes. But, but if, you, if you don't have the one Billy Guns theme song or oh, yeah. Yes Man, you have to have those. Yeah, whatever Billy Gunn ever came out to, download all of them. Well, not all of them because the Smoking Guns theme song is there. That's
1: true. All right. Next uh, is next comment is from Jake McRae. Regardless is a thing of the past. That's four. (laughs) My favorite (laughs) marking out catchphrase is "whatnot," courtesy of Dave. In every other sentence he speaks, keep up the wonderful work and whatnot.
0: Now is that a shot at Dave or what? No,
2: I I think it's just having fun. Um, as as what was that? Oh, that's what do you think? I don't find it as an insult at all, but sometimes with my speech, I get talking so fast that I get over everything, and it's just-
0: I get net. talking so fast. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, no. I forgot the other shameless plug. Oh, no. Oh, what the, what the F she doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, I could- You know Maybe we should keep a whatnot count, but now that people- planed- I never
0: realized- I never heard him say whatnot. Neither did I. I, don't know. I
1: Keep it count. Okay. Anyway, curious. next comment is from a Justin DeRosa. I forgot to comment last week, but congrats, Chris. Thank you. Also, who could hate Dave the Rave? That the ladies crave. That's a, a general consensus by the, uh, the fans.
0: <laughs> yes, you're going to say a lot of people.
1: Uh, awesome podcast, as always. Sincerely, the number three mark at Awesome Two Five Five. P.S. Totem polls rule. That could what be is taken. That? that could be totally taken out of context.
0: And I want to know if. If he's number three, am I number one? I don't know.
1: No. You
0: can't be a – like, Dude, he, he, he hounds you to post the
2: episodes early.
0: No, I don't, David. I, <laughs> I've been posting the episodes for the past like year and a half.
1: I put them I put them in the, the, the com database and then Brandon downloads them and listens to them.
0: Yeah, before they're even released. No, I don't download them and listen to them before it's released. If something happened that was really funny, I go back and listen to it and then I go back and listen to it again once it's up. Why do, you think, why do you think our uh, listens are up? Yeah. <laughs> the listens are down, actually.
1: Yeah. No, no, this week was pretty good. Yeah. Keep on sharing
2: it with your friends. Tell your friends to listen.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Alright, and Brandon was Brandon was so desperate to
0: I wasn't so desperate. Now you Since... make me sound like this kid.
1: <laughs> anyway, Brandon <laughs> wants to read the last comment.
0: Uh last comment is from Scrub Young, Young Scrub. Hello, ladies and gents. If you had complete control in the writing room, who would end up winning the vacant title and why? What would you have happened storyline-wise? Just remember who the best mark in the world is. Dick Young, Young Dick. <laughs> That's a weird way to phrase it, but, I mean, if you guys had creative control, who would you guys have win the vacant championship?
1: Bob Acklin. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go with Randy Orton.
2: I think that it would be good uh, to have him win it with a
0: screw job.
1: I was saying, what was I? Uh, somebody, I think, PW Insider you were
0: gonna, tweeted you were it out. Say at the, Justin Gabriel, right?
1: No, that was gonna be you.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I don't. I would. I would probably say Randy Orton. Just what was Insider saying? They were saying about this whole storyline. Like, remember how long it took Jerry Lawler to get over Nick Bockwinkle?
0: Nobody uh, remembers that. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: know that if one. you
1: were a wrestling historian, you would know about um, it. But.
2: Yeah, I would actually. If not, I think that big show, because I could see this entire Daniel Bryan Randy Orton going towards WrestleMania, or I could see Daniel Bryan having a big
0: WrestleMania uh, moment. Instead of eighteen seconds of glory. Mo- yeah, I needed that moment to be CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania Thirty. I- I could see
2: him winning a championship at WrestleMania and just having this go till then. I could see Big Show turning, doing a complete heel turn. Not just like because he has to, but because now he got offered some contract or something, even though he has iron clad, that he just could have refused. And I could see Big
0: Show stepping in there. Yeah. That's the uh, I would probably have AR Fox win it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would like. I would like Daniel Bryan to win it, but I don't know. Not not like no pun intended, but I don't know what's best for business with that. Yeah, because I, I, I mean I Daniel just, Bryan is already a two-time WWE champion.
2: I, I just see the entire Daniel Bryan thing being so big that it can go the distance.
0: Right. That was a Michael Bolton song for the movie.
1: That was also a uh, a cake song. Oh The distance, no. Anybody? Nah, nobody listens to Cake. Yeah. I oh, mean, they, no, that, I do know it. I know it. Yeah, they, they, had, they had that, and then they had the uh, – I forgot the F. I think, the,
0: I think the, the title of that song was Moving On.
1: No. Uh, any, yeah, okay. Now I get the joke. Anyway, yes, let's move on. Thank you, everybody, for submitting fan comments, com, and we will read your comments on the show. Make sure you put your Twitter handle – uh, and we'll definitely give you you know some sort of cred where cred is due, even if you do hate Dave. Anyway, let's get to the pay per view from last Sunday, Night of Champions. Prediction wise, we all tied four to four to four, just because there was a couple of matches that weren't announced. Uh, the first one being Curtis Axel defending his Intercontinental Title against Kofi Kingston of all people, because Triple H came out. Uh, and after Paul Heyman had some disparaging remarks for him and said, Curtis Axel, you're defending the title against the first person I see in the back. And I guess Kofi Kingston was just waiting in guerrilla position for Triple H to come back there.
0: Did you see Zack Ryder's tweet?
1: Yeah. That
0: was funny. Yeah. He goes, I-, I was looking for Triple H backstage. But what, I think that all of us, would all of us have uh, chosen
2: the wrestlers? Yeah, we would have picked Curtis Axel.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. I yeah, would have so picked Curtis Axel.
2: Yeah, even if they added the matches before, we would have still been even.
0: Now is that bad? Why is that I bad? Don't, well, I don't know because well, like, we all yeah. picked like we've never ever had uh, an event where we every single match we picked the same. I don't winter. think it's bad. It's just
2: mm. is that bad for us that
1: we is that bad pick? for business? I don't wow.
2: know. <laughs> gotta get on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's talk. We got to talk about one match that we did predict was the pre-show match, with the primetime players defeated the Usos, Tons of Funk, and the Real Americans in uh, a turmoil... Ma- was it a tag team match? I forget.
0: No, it was the, the Gauntlet oh, match. Oh, it was a
1: Gauntlet match. Okay, which was... I liked the match a lot.
0: I think it was a Gauntlet match, right?
1: I forget. I don't know.
0: I didn't even watch it.
2: I got there late.
1: True. Uh, anyway, so the primetime players went on to face the Shield, and they lost against the Shield. We would have all predicted the Shield to win, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Wait, no, we did... Didn't we we, we, picked, we picked that match
1: Well no We didn't pick that match Yeah we did No we didn't We definitely did No it, I would have had it in my notes
0: I definitely remember saying Primetime players are gonna Oh yeah that. no We said that Shh. But
1: we didn't say they would We didn't say
0: They would face the I shield mean, Yeah we did
1: Okay uh, Whatever Yes Brandon I don't
0: know I thought we did Off air I did at least I don't know yeah, but I remember saying Was
1: it on the pod. Come on Brandon You listened to the you listened to I'm the, gonna the have show.
0: to go back And listen to it Because I, re- I thought I remember saying and that And then I'll
1: get a text message From Brandon be Like ha oh, you were wrong
0: Nah, we bam roasted.
1: Nah, uh, all right, yeah. And then uh, another match that wasn't announced when we recorded the show was Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler, and Dean Ambrose getting the win, which I think we would have all predicted as well.
2: This right. was probably my favorite match of the night.
1: I can agree with you on that. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. These guys, both these guys, are endless talent. And I'm
2: still, I'm still such a Dean Ambrose fan. Like his, um, what is it? His, the way that he conducts himself in the ring. From his facial reactions to his hand movements uh-huh. they're very thought they're very thought out, and I think it's just really genius. It's kind of like that like that Brian Pillman loose cannon in him uh-huh. and it's just really cool
1: it's the uh the Cincinnati, Ohio in him, you could say <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get on to matches that we did predict. We all predicted a j Lee to go over the uh, total divas cast of Natalia Brie, Bella, and Naomi this
2: match. Annoyed me too. This match was a
1: train wreck of a match. Because I feel like a lot of these girls were trying to go above and beyond. And the only one that really stood out for me was Natalia. But I'd also want to just give a big F you to the commentating team for Natalia's double sharpshooter that they've never seen before, even though she's done it on three separate times, and there was a meme for that. Which I think oh, might, yeah. be the, might be the picture of the week
2: I, That annoyed me to no end Especially because the fact that um, I don't think that they planned it out too well Because they were probably like Alright, oh, this is going to be a really cool spot But they didn't realize that One of their shoulders was going to be pinned
1: Yeah, that was right So it, like, in all essence, Brie Bella should have been the Divas champion Yeah um, I, I liked that Naomi Was sporting a new look More of a wrestling motif style look Having, I, the, having the hair know, pulled she, back?
2: She's looking hot.
1: I wouldn't say that, but...
2: I think she's hot. She's <laughs> hot. I think she's very attractive.
1: Hey, to each their own. That's exactly. what i saying.
2: Exactly. I think she's an attractive woman.
1: Yep. Um, the World Heavyweight title, we all predicted Alberto Del Rio to defeat Rob Van Dam.
2: Do uh, we see Van Dam actually becoming champion at some point?
1: I wanted to see him become the champion, and then Damien Sandow screw him over, but that's, apparently that's with all that. the reports coming out that Rob Van Dam only has like a 90-day work clause and then gets time off I don't see it happening anymore
0: it could happen next pay-per-view
2: he does have a point pay-per-view. with it it could, it could the happen next, and
0: then Sandow cash in the next pay-per-view is in like two
1: weeks yeah that's pretty dumb three
2: weeks but then what do you do with Ricardo during that 90 day
1: I heard something about Rey Mysterio coming back
0: suspended again no
1: no uh, I heard Rey Mysterio might be coming back and they're gonna pair him with him which I think is smarter
2: It's funny, like, now when I see Raven Mysterio I'm, like, more concerned about his Health than anything, because he's Been injured so often Recently. But the last time
0: he was Off TV, like, this time, he wasn't injured Was he? Yes. What
1: happened? He had, like, an eight... Sorry, you can't Hear me. He had, had like, an 800th Knee surgery. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, he has, like, bad knees I like the end of the Match, though, where Van Dam Hits the Van Terminator Off the, uh from the other side of the ring, I thought that was good. I thought that was very poetic justice and um,
2: yeah I, I think that that was a great way like the match was over. yeah yeah then that was done after I thought that I was just genius because that got a huge reaction from the crowd
1: in a, a match that was more dead than anything. unfortunately, yeah yeah um, yeah, so that was that and also too it continues the storyline. Mm-hmm. And, but they called it a Van Daminator it was a Van Terminator get it yeah, right yeah Van
2: Terminator Van Daminator was with the chair
1: no it was the yeah it was the chair and the spinning kick it wasn't in the corner it no no yeah the coast to coast gimmick um, anyway more matches that we predicted right uh, we were all right Curtis Axel and Paul Heyman were victorious over CM Punk uh, it was announced on the pre-show that it was going to be a no holds barred match so you know that there was going to be some sort of interference you know the internet wrestling community had a, a raging semi that somebody was going to come out from nxt which they would have all been excited about but it wasn't the person that everybody was looking for and that person actually tweeted that he's sorry that he let everybody down which i thought was pretty hilarious what was it Corey graves he sent out a tweet right after that match he said i'm sorry that i let you all down but it was That's Ryback. Funny. Ryback gets involved, spears CM Punk through the table, and puts Paul Heyman right on top of CM Punk to get the 1, 2, and 3. So Paul Heyman now has a victory over CM Punk, and now Ryback has been inserted into this feud.
2: You know, at first, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't think, I didn't think that it was necessary because I thought what Ryback had going on with that entire bullying backstage was good. But now I understand where it's going, and I do like how he's with Heyman.
0: I just I think that it was a good move on WWE's part to do that because now it gives Ryback a bigger voice because Paul Heyman has that voice that he can do stuff with to, to speak on behalf of Ryback. Ryback's not the greatest person on the mic, but... I didn't think he was
2: that when he was cutting the promos about being a bully. One, I, I didn't think he was that bad. No, I don't think he's I mean.
0: bad. I just think it's better now because he'll have more options than feed me more or oh, what are you doing? You stupid! I'm going to slap you around and then put you through this table. And now well, he when, has this. When he
2: when he cut that promo interviewing um, R.D. Evans, I yes, uh, we didn't I, even I, speak
0: I, about that though.
2: Yeah, well, um, we couldn't have. It was just last week. It was- I thought that that was actually, like, he was very well-spoken when he was conducting that interview, and I thought that it was really, he was rising with his speaking skills.
1: Yeah, and now that he has Paul Heyman at his side, I think this is the perfect thing for Ryback. Right. Where we, yeah, we this, spoke, I think we spoke about maybe getting Vickie Guerrero as his forefront now that he has Paul Heyman, I think yeah. it's even better.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think it's more, a lot of people are disappointed that it wasn't Corey Graves or some other NXT wrestler. I Ashes think more people were, Yeah, I think I, more people were disappointed that it wasn't one of them where they just let that affect their uh the way that they saw Ryback in this.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so that was that match. Another storyline. I think I feel like this is a pay-per-view that just continued storylines. You know, there was no big payout out of it. Uh, and let's talk about the uh, main event that we were all wrong on. We all predicted Randy Orton to win, but no. Daniel Bryan was is was your new WWE champion. And um, this was due to a fast count by Scott Armstrong.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. This was the match where they had the multiple ref, right?
1: No, it was only Scott Armstrong.
2: No, another ref right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. During the the match, uh, Armstrong got knocked out. And then, like, got knocked out of the ring. Then they had a referee replace him just so Armstrong could replace that referee towards the end of the match. Yeah. I didn't understand why they did that.
1: I mean, I and I love the fact that they didn't make mention to a fast count. So it was like, maybe this is because it was making you think, hey, maybe this was supposed to happen. Maybe Daniel Bryan was supposed to win, but then, you know, the big payout was at the end of the...
2: Yeah. Chris Jericho did it. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people knew, like, knew that there was a fast count and expected something to happen. I actually expected something to happen that night. Yeah. Like, when, they were, when he was celebrating, it was just like, okay, let's just... The, we still have a little bit of time. Let's see Triple H come out and do something.
0: If something happened that night, then it would have been, no, hell no, Triple H comes out. I'm restarting the match. Uh, Daniel R- Bryan. Quick RKO. No, Daniel Bryan gets over and wins. No, but I wouldn't have. I, it, I couldn't have seen Randy Orton winning that. But, I, like, winning after seeing it, I couldn't see Randy Orton winning it the way. Well, what they did was very smart with
2: having to carry over to Raw. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Night of Champions, eh, it wasn't the best pay-per-view. I'll admit that. I, know I should have definitely found a stream of it rather than pay the 50 bucks, but apparently cable companies are uh, giving you refunds if you didn't like it.
0: I think that's absolutely terrible. Brandon? No, that's terrible. Why? Because they're giving refunds on something that, like, you're not guaranteed anyway. That's what wrestling is. Wrestling is to be announced or... Might change this card this subject to change, right? So if you call up and get money back, you're a mark. I'm gonna do it. No offense, <laughs> no, none
1: taken, none taken. But anyway, let's get to it. The reason why people may be pissed off and maybe uh, getting refunds for the pay per view Monday Night Raw. Brandon, you can't disappoint.
0: Monday Night
1: Nitro, thank you. He's such an actor, yeah, he is, right? <gasps> we'll say, uh, who. Anyway, Melissa Gutterman That's the will be happy. time, by the way. Yeah, Melissa Gutterman will be uh, happy with you. Anyway, uh, yeah, goods. now my
0: throat's killing me.
1: Goods, bads, middles. Uh, let's start off with the goods because that kind of goes Wait, in the Wait, I don't want to
0: start with the goods. Why? Why? Don't, why? Why don't we start with the bads?
1: There was no bads.
0: So let's start with the middles. I want to start off let's with go-
1: the goods because it piggybacks off of the main event. Yeah, I vote for the goods. Step oh, two against geez. three, brother. oh, 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 oh. Anyway, let's start off with a Hold good. Dust. Start off at the beginning of Monday Night Raw. Triple H comes out and addresses Daniel Bryan and the 800-pound gorilla in the room. As he said, strips Daniel Bryan of the WWE Championship because there is photo evidence of Scott Armstrong's cadence in counting his one, twos, and threes.
0: Then wait, didn't he strip it after Scott Armstrong said, "Oh, they got us, brother"?
1: Yeah, they got us, brother. But I feel like maybe yeah, I
0: didn't get that.
1: Yeah, Scott, Obviously,
0: Scott, Scott Armstrong's a hired gun.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying too, because he got fired after that too.
0: Quote
2: unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah, like, what would you think about if Scott Armstrong was in on this Triple H thing? Like, kind of like how NWO NWO had that, like their own referee. If Triple H has his own referee under, even though it's under his pay, but if it he would, has, it would make referee. sense. It would make sense for it to be Scott
0: Armstrong, kind of.
1: Yeah.
2: He is right. one of the most one of the more prominent uh,
0: referees. Yeah, I mean he's an Armstrong, so he's in the wrestling business for years.
2: Yeah, it does go back to that entire Rhodes uh, uh, McMahon feud because the Armstrong family has been around for a very long time as well. So that is pretty cool.
0: And Road Dogg has ties with Triple H. I don't know if I'm looking way too into this, man.
1: Yeah, you are <laughs> looking way into this. But anyway, he strips uh, him of the title. We now are going to have. We don't know what's gonna happen of the WWE title. Well we do if you're listening to this and watch SmackDown. But we will uh see where it goes. From. Well wait,
0: WWE announced it on their website, didn't they? Did they? I think so. I mean, do we want to just say spoiler alert or? spoiler
1: alert, there's gonna be a title no, match for it at Battleground.
0: Alert. It's not spoiler alert. I mean people are listening right, so to this after it airs. That's true. Alright, so let's just say it.
1: Yeah. It is gonna be Chris it's Dana Bryan, Randy Orton, WWE Championship Battleground. Ah.
0: So Battleground, as of now, is not a tournament of any sorts. Bummed
1: about that, actually. I'm yeah,
0: i was happy about that. Forward, I was actually looking forward to uh, a possible tournament. I, I, I miss those. I really hate tournaments.
1: Yeah, I, was, I was looking for some unpredictability, you know, maybe some upsets, some underdogs, like the NCAA yeah. tournament.
2: Yeah, like I always – one of my favorites growing up was actually King of the Ring because of that entire thing. I hate it when they actually started doing a lot of the matches on Raw. I think that having a pay-per-view of every single bracket match is really cool.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Let's continue on with more goods from Raw. Dolph Ziggler in a rematch from Night of Champions defeats Dean Ambrose. Non-title, though.
2: Yes, earning a
0: a rematch. Do you think so? Yeah, earning a rematch for the title, I think. I think that's what they said, that he's number one contender now. But what I don't like about that is if you're going to call it a rematch from the Night of Champions pay-per-view, mm-hmm. then it's the same stipulation, in my opinion. Uh, I, I
2: don't think so. I think if it's a rematch, you have to state whether or not the title's involved. If it's a rematch, it's a rematch of just those two people. I don't think... A I rematch mean,
0: if you, if you say, from Night of Champions.
2: Yeah, but if if they have a cage match or Hell in a Cell and you sit on Raw, they have a rematch, you're not going to Then there's have- a cage match. They're not going to... But, I mean, so if, if two people had a cage match on the pay-per-view and they they face each other the next night on Raw in a
0: rematch, would you expect it to be a cage match? If they announced it as a rematch, yeah. That's like saying Randy Orton versus Rob Van Dam is a rematch of Rob Van Dam versus Randy Orton or whatever. Or what did I just say? Did I say those two names? You did. I know, oh, did you- no, once I disagreed with you, I stopped listening. Yeah. Oh, see? That makes no sense. You were scrubbed. Continuing on, calling you young Richard.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Fandango defeated our truth, and uh, I feel like this has been like another small mini feud that's been going on with their dance-offs the, and whatnot. The thing
2: I, I really is starting to annoy me a little bit how everybody gets on Fandango saying how he's a jobber now or a glorified jobber and stuff like that. But he's winning. Yeah, and even when he was losing, <laughs> he's, just because you go on a losing streak, nice. that doesn't make you a jobber. It's like yeah, Damien Sand has been, been
1: on like a job. glorified losing streak.
2: Ziggler was on a losing streak. Like that doesn't make someone a jobber if you ha- go on a losing streak. Like it's all setting
0: up for something big.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. And
0: I think that the fans need to stop disrespecting the professional wrestlers inside that ring by not chanting chants towards them instead of like Randy Savage or Michael Cole or JBL I hey, think that's just cut you it out. buy
1: a ticket you're allowed to chant whatever you want Yeah
0: but I think it's like that I don't know these yeah. matches aren't boring to me I don't know why they are to other people Yeah Well some people just don't like our truth I mean that's that's what I can see He's on the poster for Hell in a Cell I wonder Is
2: that an actual is that confirmed as the official Yeah it's in
0: my magazine Really? Yep <laughs> Ryback I think Ryback's on the battlegrounds and he's on Hell in a Cell interesting but you can't you can't go off of pay-per-view posters
1: yeah you can't yeah. like Sheamus is on Extreme Chris World Benoit,
0: I was gonna say Chris Benoit was on the SummerSlam poster this year but okay <laughs> no the one that we used on our website mm. <laughs> I miss him
1: yeah so do I Every like
2: day. it's funny like I'll be watching a match of Daniel Bryan and stuff and I'll be thinking like it would be amazing to see Chris Benoit versus Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah. Is it messed up if I say, would you like to hang
2: out with him? Yeah, a little Is bit. That- I, I, honestly, you know my views about it. I still go back to the entire brain. Uh, right, but like... I go back to science. I,
0: but okay, science? I want to say, say, would you like to hang out with Chris Benoit before any of this happened? But I don't want that to sound... Even before then, I think I would be too scared. I
2: mean, he... Like just like it, the way that he was and whatnot, like he
0: just was very scary, kind of boner? lonerish.
1: Did you say boner?
0: Loner. <laughs> That's what I thought he said. He was he was nice to me, and I got to touch the championship. <laughs> Talking about bonerish,
1: yeah, right. Uh, let's continue on with more goods, though. You had um, going off of Knight uh, of Champions, Ryback interfering with that match between uh, Curtis Axel and Paul Heyman versus CM Punk. You have a uh, the first promo from CM Punk rock, I mean uh from Paul Heyman rocking a wheelchair and having uh, Curtis Axel and Ryback escorting him out to the ring.
0: Vicky Guerrero did it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be the uh thing for the show this week. Somebody did it. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, and then Paul Heyman uh, puts over Ryback huge and gives him a nice kiss on the cheek.
2: Hey, I liked it. It's I think it's good business. It's smart. I think that I'm actually really excited for Ryback CM Punk round two. So am I. And I think it's going to blow a lot of people's minds because it's going to be a lot better than that first one.
0: You know what took away from that segment for me? What's that? Was the commentating. When Michael Cole, they did the replay or whatever. I'm assuming it was Michael Cole. They uh, showed the kiss or whatever and Michael Cole's like, and it's like, come on, that's taking away from the.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes the commentators just have to shut up. I mean it's the same thing with during that um during the main event not to jump ahead, but the commentators really not to jump ahead. Well no, but the commentators end ahead. up the commentators end up conversing with each other as opposed to commentating the actual
0: match and what's going that's, on. That's that's I, I kind of feel like that's the WWE way. Uh, I just yeah. I just think that as of now Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler, sometimes JBL, their references are just from the 1980s and people don't care about what they're saying in those references. They need newer references, but I can't even say they need newer references because when they use newer references, they sound creepy. Like that <laughs> night after the VMAs, Jim Ross, uh, Jim Ross. Jerry Lawler's like, huh, I wonder if we're going to see anybody twerk tonight. And I'm like, stop. Don't say that. Move like get get off of commentary. Don't say that stuff.
1: Yeah, well, trying to I hated skip.
0: that. I hated that Jerry Waller impression just there. Yeah,
1: that was pretty bad. You sounded like you were on
0: track. Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, let's get on to our last good of Monday Night Raw, and that is your main event. Daniel Bryan is put against the one member of the Shield he hasn't faced yet in a solo action, and that is Roman
0: Reigns. Phenomenal match. That's why I say he's going to be the next. Or the breakout star of the shield to be WWE champion or world heavyweight champion. I, I think it's first.
2: hilarious. Because I don't think anybody going into this would have picked Roman Reigns as being the standout out of the three of them. But Roman Roman Reigns has really been looking well in that wrestling ring. I, fa- I, can, I, I saw I a match agree. on –
1: I'm sorry to cut you off. I saw a match on YouTube the other day. It was Leakey versus Dean Ambrose versus uh, Seth Rollins. Leakey. Leakey, okay. Yeah, that was funny, but this match was good. And the d- one
0: thing, uh, what were you going to say first? Nothing, go, Randon. Why are you pissed off? No, just go. No, no, what were you
2: saying about the NXT? He, you saw the match of him and Ambrose and uh, Rollins? Yeah,
1: that's all I no, said.
0: No, he was going to say something else, though.
1: I forgot what I was going to say, so go I ahead. I was going to say
0: the one thing that, that took away from this match was the fact that the camera kept zooming in on Randy Orton. And then it kept zooming in on Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Like, there's a match going on in the ring. I want to see the match. I don't want to see Randy Orton. Like, if yeah. you're going to show Randy Orton, at least show a view of the ring. Like, that. There, they, there was a few they eventually parts, did do that. But. Yeah, there was a few parts where it was either mid-move
2: or, like, right after a tag where they cut to Randy Orton instead of showing the action where it was pretty much one of those, like, big moments of the match. Like, there was showed- a... I forgot yeah. but I remember I think I was on the phone with you when they did it and we were both like wait why did they just cut to Randy Orton?
0: Yeah, like there was an interesting submission move that was going on in the ring and like kind of like they showed it from behind Randy Orton. I wanted to see it from the actual ring point of view. I don't want to see like what is he kind of doing? I still have no clue. It's like these camera angles and then they zoom in and Zoom out right away Then zoom back in Then zoom out I don't like that Yeah the entire production
2: With that And then even uh, We didn't even talk about it But early in the night Where um, They played uh, Sandow's theme song Instead of RVD Oh
1: yeah, that was yeah. A botch. How yeah. does that happen uh, And then during that de- well, we'll talk about the middles But anyway At the end of that match She'll get Gets involved Randy Orton tries to Take out Daniel Bryan For good And then the cavalry Comes out The Usos, Justin Gabriel, Zack Ryder, Dolph Ziggler, everybody just comes out and you finally see some sort of balance between this new regime and the wrestlers in the WWE. It looks like people are finally starting to step up and fight off against the new regime.
0: What was it, the Union?
1: Union 2.0?
0: Yeah. Next week on Monday Night Raw, The Shield battle everybody in handicap
2: matches that's yeah, right. usually that's always the best part of uh any wrestling event where the backstage just explodes mm-hmm. where everybody just charges the ring and just goes at each other yeah, even that's when a-
0: Shane mcmahon can't land punches
2: yeah but that's always one of the most exciting like moments as a wrestling fan because you don't know who's going to attack who anything could happen plus you're also seeing all of your favorite wrestlers in one ring at the same time
0: who's your favorite wrestler justin gabriel
1: yeah, Brandon was like, oh my god, Justin Gabriel's coming out. No way, no, oh my god. I was god. more
0: excited that Zack Ryder was sent out there.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh my god, Zack Ryder.
2: I felt he wasn't even in the picture that they used on WWE.com, I think. Yeah, he that's funny. He fell half background. of the ring. Yeah. yeah, he fell right into the background.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think we're all excited about this, and now we're all excited that there's some sort of regime. and we'll, uh, God only knows, Triple H probably put Zack Ryder out there so he can bury him on TV.
2: Yeah right. Uh, well, soon Survivor soon. Series is coming
0: up, so
1: <laughs> it's going to be eleven guys versus four. Yeah right. Oh man. No,
0: there's going to be a built team. I don't know. I just don't really want to see Dusty wrestle. Dusty's not going to wrestle. Yeah, I, you, you never know. Man. They're going. They're going back and forth with it. They
2: don't I want mean, him to. They don't want him to get
0: physical in the ring. I mean, come. Seen- We've seen Randy Orton versus American Dream, 2007, Great American Bash. Yeah, but that's 2007, dude. I yeah. mean, it was still something I didn't want to see. Oh, all right. <laughs> I feel like we've seen him after that, too, wrestle, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm more concerned about his health than anything.
1: Yeah. I mean. But let's talk about Dusty Rose because he starts off our middles uh, with his wonderful promo he had with Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley, right? Or is it just Stephanie McMahon now?
0: It's. I mean, it, it's. I wouldn't Stephanie say— Stephanie
1: McMahon-Levesque.
0: Yeah, but uh, nobody goes by that. Yeah, that, Stephanie, that we anyway, know, at least Stephanie
1: know. had a, a business proposal saying that she would hire either Cody or dus- or Dustin Rhodes. Uh, then – I'm trying to like wrap my brain in bad this promo. Then Dusty I mean, was – Dusty
0: Rhodes screwed up big time. He was drunk. Oh, yeah, then Dusty didn't pick a, uh, one of the guys. Dusty Rhodes should have picked Goldust. Cody Rhodes has <laughs> so many years to go. Goldust, this would have been the greatest opportunity – Dusty Rhodes comes, he picks Goldust, Goldust comes back, oh, you you screwed my brother, there's no champion right now, boom, Goldust is the very, for the very first time he's WWE champion, <laughs> loses it, whatever, Cody Rhodes comes back or something, I don't know. You beat my brother. Yeah, Hashtag Mark that dreams. would have been awesome if Goldust was WWE champion, but Dusty Rhodes couldn't pick, so Big Show, she had a bring out stephanie mcmahon brought out big show and well the shield also came out too but she brought big show out first no yes
1: yeah, so it's either get punched in the face by the big show or get attacked by the shield and you picked a big what Show. what would
0: you rather have done be done to <laughs> you <laughs>
1: um
0: I'd, push probably, nelson.
1: Yeah, I'd rather get pushed by each member of the shield into the big show's nelson whoa push <laughs> nelson yeah Pushed from Dean Ambrose to Seth Rollins to Roman Reigns and then Nelson by the Big Show.
2: <laughs> I actually a was a fan of it. the the way that that ended, though, how he punched it. Like, I, as I mentioned a hundred times, I hate the emotion. I hate how sensitive Big Show is getting. But I liked how once he threw the punch, he caught him. And I was like, I'm, like, I'm kinda, sorry, I love you. Yeah, and like gradually led him to the ground. I thought that that played well. Plus, I mean, nobody wants to see Dusty Rhodes
0: actually take a bump. Yeah. Wouldn't Wouldn't Big Show like maybe not like Dusty Rhodes though? I don't know what WCW history is, but wasn't Dusty Rhodes in charge for a NXT? Bunch of, no, no, for WCW. For yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, didn't people hate it? I don't under Dusty Rhodes. Well, I don't know. I
2: I have no clue about that. But as we've seen in the world of pro wrestling. uh,
0: People get over things. Maybe people loved it under Dusty. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it was just Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, Kevin Nash. I don't know. Hogan.
1: Yeah. All righty. Uh, next middle, we have uh, Brie Bella and the Funkodactyls defeat Layla, Alicia Fox, and Oksana. This match was just all over the place. You had audio commentary screw ups because Natalia didn't have a uh, headset and she looked visibly upset about
0: it. But it was for the best because Jerry Lawler gave up his headset for one match. Yeah, and I
2: liked how she had that fire underneath her after that and her and AJ going back and forth with each other I was a fan of. And I apologize to Brandon.
1: Why do you apologize to Brandon?
2: Because I retract my comment on the last show or two shows ago about Aksana not being able to wrestle. She has improved immensely, and I look forward to seeing what else is to come. Yeah. Yeah. So he is correct. I was wrong about Naomi. And Naomi. Naomi. And I'm going to be wrong about Exana. Oksana. Oxana. Aksana.
1: He's like Aksana. Aksana. Anyway, more middles. You have The Miz versus Randy Orton, which goes to a no contest uh, because Randy Orton just beats the living hell out of The Miz in Cleveland, uh, rocking the Cleveland Browns uh, attire. Which I thought was interesting,
0: even though it was nice. I, I always enjoy when hometown heroes wear hometown colors.
1: So when they go to Switzerland and uh, Antonio Cesaro wears Swiss colors, I
0: with mean, the, I with
1: a "Don't Tread on Me" flag.
0: I don't. I didn't see that. I was. It never I mean, happened. Yeah, I was gonna say Zack Ryder wore blue and orange. Yeah. I like this entire attack.
1: Yeah, so did I. It just, I, but I know the one thing that we were all kind of upset
0: about was the parents. His parents. Oh, I was going to say having to watch Randy Orton for that long.
2: But you're, I think you're the only one on the show now that, I mean, in the past we were all agree- on agreement about how boring Randy Orton is.
1: Randy Borton. Yeah,
2: yeah but recently I haven't been bored by his matches, and I think he's been putting on really good matches. No, pretty-
0: I do. I do agree with I, that. I just think that, it's like, I still- I
2: don't mind watching him wrestle at all anymore.
1: Yeah, and also, I liked this beatdown. I liked that it was long because going back to the promo earlier in the day, I mean, earlier in the night with Steffi McMahon saying that she he used to be vicious, he used to be sadistic, he handcuffed her husband and beat, beat the ass out of her. You know, he had to get that fire underneath her and this kind of I, I, started the solidification of Randy Orton being that crazy psychopath again.
2: And I really liked how The Miz was right in front of his parents as Randy Orton attacked him. Or just
0: or whatever it was. Yeah,
2: well, parents. Um, but I thought that was re- that went over really well. The only thing that really took away from it was the acting skills of his parents. There was yeah. no reaction by his father. When Randy Orton was uh, com- was right in front of him with The Miz talking to his father, he had no reaction at all.
0: There was but they're, no- they're not wrestlers. You can't expect them. I'm they're not actors. Ex- I'm going to no, expect that because you they have They know to- it's fake. They know it's fake. They know nothing's happened to We their know son. it. Yeah, dude, it's, when you're put on TV, you know what to do. Oh, you, okay. I would love 100%. I wish you had somebody that you knew that you were in an angle where you you could sit ringside and react to somebody that you loved getting beat up. Any reaction would have been better than no reaction. How about that one? No, he I
2: don't. No I, agree I agree with
0: Dave. He you can't, re- but you can't expect them to know how I'm to I'm going act. to expect them
2: because you, you told them. You cannot
0: expect them. Somebody, you all right, somebody act. tells you
2: to react to your son being beaten up. Randy Orton's gonna talk to you. Respond, I'm instead gonna get of, a video. I'm gonna get a video instead of, of staring, you. instead and of I'm, staring at, instead of staring at Randy Orton and not beat doing gazing, anything. Randy Orton, exactly, instead no. of doing nothing, just staring at Randy Orton, being like, oh, okay, react, be like, oh no, or
0: just that's, have some sort of reaction. Dude, what no you're saying right now is that anybody can act, and I don't think that's true. I I would love to get a video of you and say, oh, react to as if Miz was your son. I want to see what your facial expression would be like. It's not it's – not, you can't. You can't expect people who aren't actors to act. So What was the point of having them on? Because they're in Cleveland. His, yeah, his parents are there. Why are you doing this in front of his, his parents? Yeah. And so, I think that segment went on too long and I thought the Dusty Roads segment went on too long. Well, what else – there's nothing else to put in there. Yeah. What, uh, what do you mean?
2: There's nothing else. If you cut down the two minutes, you're not. I thought gonna... I thought you could have had more time for another match, or uh, for, or you for... could
1: have uh, promoted the WWE app a little bit more.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Realistically, I... no match is going to go in there, uh, and most no, not one WWE. match.
0: Like, go give more time to that other match or something. The tag team turmoil match, or not whatever it was, the three way elimination tag team match that could have used more time because. The one thing that people look forward to in that match now, which is Cesaro's giant swing, was left off TV and put on the WWE app. But they did that. That could have been on TV. They did that on purpose. All right. Moving on. Yeah, because they want to uh... WWE. Moving
1: on. Moving on. I think that's all we have to talk about Monday Night Raw wise. Oh yeah, one more middle. Uh, The Usos defeated the Real Americans and Tons of Funk, and they are now the number one contenders for the tag team titles.
0: Let's see if Uh, they actually remember this. And I don't think Tons of Funk should have been in this match because that part of the match was terrible.
1: Yeah. I liked the fact that the primetime players the night before get a shot at the tag titles. They lose it. They get bumped out. Now you have three tag teams. Usos win. Let's say they lose the the opportunity. They get bumped out. So then it's Tons of Funk versus the Real Americans. You kind of start dwindling down until you have no more tag teams. Then insert the Wyeths. Then maybe bring up the Ascension.
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'm still fine with the way that they're using Tons of Funk.
1: But, as jobbers,
2: not, they're but, uh, not. I don't. I don't consider them jobbers. Yeah, they're, they're not jobbers. I think like, they're just enhancement. I, I still see them as a natural disaster sort of a team.
1: Then maybe they should repackage them as the natural disasters. Yeah, right. <gasps> no, no. Yes. I,
0: I I like the ending of that match though. I I was a fan of the the blind tag. I thought yeah. that looked great. Yeah. And uh, you didn't you didn't uh, moving on from that match real fast. What? The Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt cut a promo,
1: which was just awesome. Those are always just awesome.
0: I wonder what, what like when we're going to see Kane again or something.
1: Well, I heard, I heard the big payoff is going to be Hell in a Cell. And I think we mentioned that on the show.
0: It's going to be like what's going to ma- What kind of match? It's just a Hell in a Cell match between Kane and Bray Wyatt. I don't see that. No, I can't see that
2: happening because right now Kane's in
0: possession of them.
2: No, Kane, Kane is in
1: possession of them.
2: They're in possession. I mean, they're, of Kane. Yeah, they're in possession of Kane
1: yeah yeah we'll see you know I think they I have mean, nothing to do with the Wyatts and I think they're keeping them relevant by having these awesome uh promos right.
0: yeah very I, well put together is, I just wonder if Kane's filming uh Ceno Ceno Evil 2 of-
1: I heard that they just got a cast together I don't know if they started filming that though
2: that could be a good reason why they uh have him off
1: yeah maybe they're just filming his scenes you never know yeah,
2: they yeah they're things. filming just him
1: yeah they're yeah. just filming him
2: well, with, with- <laughs> The actors involved with his scenes I mean get those done with So this way they keep getting back back uh, sooner
1: Yeah Yeah we'll see We'll see And I think that's it uh, Raw wise we gotta talk about uh, A couple of outside of the ring stuff We could talk about First thing There are a bunch of releases this week In the NXT universe Dave right?
2: Uh, yeah actually Jake Carter Vader's son got released
0: Which is surprising Well I think The Swarm was released A week or three weeks ago Or something
2: yeah, I guess now he's officially released, but also Luther Ward and Malik Omari were released. But with the releases comes a new signee. A new signee, I guess? I Signing. Signe, right? Signing. Yeah. No, Signing. Signing, right?
1: Signing. No, signee is right.
2: Yeah, signee is uh, right. Ga- Gavin Spears, a.k.a. Sean Spears, was rehired. Um, for those that don't remember him, he was with the WWE back from 2006 to around 2009. So, obviously, they saw some sort of an improvement in... Sean Spears and Picked him up again Yeah So very cool stuff
1: Very exciting about that And there's also cool Things going on right now In the uh, WWE Performance Center Uh, This week WWE released a video That they have a What's called A phantom cam which is a camera where no, with with normal cameras mostly they they'll shoot at thirty frame frames per second, especially with high definition footage. I know with Cooking with Brandon I shot it at twenty four frames per second, but that's just my personal taste. Uh, anyway, the fa- the Phantom Cam it's either fifteen hundred frames per second or fifteen thousand frames per second. Now how do, how does that work? It. What do you mean? How does what work? Like how how
2: what are they exactly doing? Like camera wise.
1: It's just a specialty camera uh-huh. where it gets more frames. Whereas in one second, like with cooking with Brandon, one second there was 24 frames. So now with this camera, in one second there's 1,500 frames.
2: Okay, So so they're
1: able to slow it down, so you're able to see super detail with everything. Uh, They're actually filming the new X-Men movie with Quicksilver. They're doing the same type of thing. Everything's going to be overexposed, and they're going to be filming this at really, really, uh, really fast frames per second. I believe at the same Phantom Cam, so they can keep him going super fast, but kind of slow down everything else.
2: And, you know, you really have to give WWE credit, because I would have never thought that this would be a useful tool until I actually saw this video that they put out.
1: Yeah, and I think we had and, to put it on the Facebook page.
2: Yeah, um, it, I thought that was very interesting because you could analyze your facial reactions, your, uh, how you're performing a manu- maneuver, how you're selling a maneuver. I think it's very, very
0: interesting and very cool stuff. I liked how they had Sami Zayn featured in it, and he's like they give the background. He's been all over the world and wrestling for many years and whatnot. And here he is learning new things about the way to to pull off moves of his. Yeah, saying that he's never even thought about uh, improving some of the stuff that he's um, been doing after watching that. And that Tornado DDT was just seamless. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, but he was just like, yeah, now I'm just realizing other things that I'm doing wrong.
0: He should realize how great of a wrestler he is. I'm sure he does. They
1: have to bring him up to the main roster. That's what they have to do.
2: Yeah. Uh, once, once again, just by watching this video, it only shows how far ahead WWE is compared to everyone else.
1: Compared to the garbage that's TNA.
2: <laughs> Not it, like just in the professional wrestling world, how advanced and how far ahead they are
0: compared to everyone. Did you uh, did you happen to see uh, ROH pictures on WWE.com? dot com?
1: No. Mm-mm. Yeah,
0: Daniel Bryan. Oh really? Yeah, they got a. Daniel Bryan diary type of thing, like how we got started. And oh, cool! Yeah.
1: Well, they, they they probably need as much money as they possibly can. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's everything WWE wise. Um, should we just take a break? Should we take a break, or should we just go right into the rest of it?
2: Let's give them a little breather. Yeah, go to the
0: bathroom or what? Yeah, right? got, the- oh, I say.
1: Dave has to go poopies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's let's go dave let's go uh, let dave do what he asked let's to. go
0: dave let's go poopy
1: together <laughs> yeah i wipe my own butt i wipe my own butt anyway Maybe let's take a say yes. let's take a break and we'll be right back i'm walking out good Where, where's the smart marks at yeah, there. there talk to them good can i yeah i would love you to can i really you know how i feel can i swear <laughs> I'm, I'm, for, absolutely ask your friends over here <laughs> all right fuck you Back on Mark Knapp Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I'm enjoying one of these Fiber One Lemon Bars right now. Uh, uh, no, it's actually uh, really good. Do you like lemon bars in general?
0: I don't like lemons. Okay. I, I do drink lemonade. Okay. But I don't like lemon chicken. Ooh. But I've eaten lemon chicken. That, that was good, good before.
1: No, these yeah. are actually pretty tasty. I'm not going to lie. My pastry chef at the restaurant told me about them, and I bought them this week when I went to the food store.
0: Where did uh, you get them? Stop and Shop. Ah,
1: uh, Yeah. That's New cool sponsor
0: snap. of the show, Stop It Shot. No, I'm just kidding. I wish. Yeah, this guy right. I spend
1: enough money there every single week. Jeez. Anyway, so we're back on Marketing Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling fans. We're just going to fireball stuff at you. We're just going to go bam, pow, boom. Great to throw wrestling stuff at you.
0: Speaking of fireballs, though, they're disgusting. I don't like alcohol. Fireball shots? Yeah. Oh, those gross. Are the best. I, I like
1: just... those a lot.
0: Yeah, I like those. Yeah, no thanks. Funny
1: story. You know, I talked about my daddy issues last last week on the show, but. Two years ago, uh, when I actually spoke with my father, I went. Down, he lived in Florida, and he's a raging alcoholic. And um, in my Easter basket, he gave me those small, like individual bottles of alcohol, and gave me a bunch of those fireball shots. Showing when, when you're when you're a true alcoholic, you drink small bottles of alcohol.
0: <laughs> the one they're the they're, they're pretty cheap and inexpensive at the liquor store. I know yes, that. Yes, they are. They, they sell them for a dollar. I saw.
1: Yeah. But let's get on to let's get on to uh, some professional wrestling talk. Uh, we're not going to talk about Impact in its entirety, a because it's Thursday afternoon when we're recording this, and b we just don't care.
0: I, I like it better how we used to just
2: pick and choose when we want to talk about Impact. Wrestling. Well, we, we got to do. I don't. I don't,
0: don't want to say that we don't care about Impact. I care about Impact. I want. Yeah, right. Just, I want to say that they don't care about it, Impact.
2: It stinks because they, I, as
0: in TNA. I care about it in order to see pro
2: wrestling succeed. Right, we need to have another a few other promotions. Well, you don't need to. We've
0: seen that. Yeah, very but much I, so. I mean,
2: I care about it in that regard, and I care about the wrestlers that are uh, hired and are under contract. Right. But I don't. It's tough
0: to care about a company that doesn't care about itself. Right. Because if they cared about themselves, they would not have Hulk Hogan taking all this money away from young talent. They well, wouldn't is- have Sting on these wrestling shows. Man. I feel like we, I feel
1: like we are like broken records when we say this. Yeah. Um, well, that
2: may be no more. I mean, Mia? now Hulk Hogan is coming to the end of his contract, and he may not resign because him of-
0: is coming home.
2: Well, no, because of the way that they Ooh. dealt with Brooke Hogan's release. Apparently, there was something unpro- uh, unprofessional with it that he didn't like.
0: So- no, brother, Bully Ray didn't have sex with my daughter. He should have had sex with my daughter before she was released, brother. Okay. No. I thought for sure no. someone was going to be on board with that. No. Uh,
1: and anyway, you know, appa- they're apparently putting, pointing the blame uh, at Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff for the dwindling amounts of money, putting impact on the road. That to They work. should.
0: They should be pointing the finger right there. Look at WCW. Like, how stupid are you? Well, now they're taking that entire
2: thing and putting it on – using it on television with this uh, AJ Styles promo.
1: Yeah, so this week apparently uh, on um, Impact after the main event, AJ Styles gets under on the microphone and says that he's not under contract and points the finger at Dixie and says that it's his fault. They, I mean it's their fault. They released all this good talent and they're more uh, worried about all the star power when TNA wasn't built on star power.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And then Dixie Carter points the finger back at AJ and says that she made him. And this looks like this is going to be a theme going into Bound for Glory. When AJ Styles.
0: I, I, I don't want to cut you off there, but I have to say that they did have stars that everybody knew in TNA before TNA was huge, though. Like Jeff Jarrett founder.
1: Well, it was his company. They, That's why he right. was in there. Yeah, then, but then then they, they also – they, they
2: did have wrestlers that appeared on um, – they had like Randy Savage. They did have a lot right. of uh, wrestlers in TNA that you just didn't know about because TNA wasn't um, at the level that it is now currently. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like I have tapes from back then. I have – I probably the have, Asylum
1: Days, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really do. I have – videos of that and i have stuff like uh bg james i don't know jeff jarrett there's yeah. a lot of good stuff back in the day
1: uh yes but speaking about more wrestlers that are on the way out uh it looks like mickey james is on her way out of the company as well because she lost the knockouts title to odb so we have a new uh knockouts champion odb i'm happy about this i think odb deserves her time to shine in the in the uh, i almost said the x division the knockouts division um yeah. She's so, never
0: been knockout champion before. No, she has, but you know, after all the stuff
1: that she's been through over the past like two years, you know, being put in that whole gimmick with Eric Young and not being used on T V, making her a ref, and now being back at the top of that division, I'm happy for her.
2: I am I'm indifferent because I'm not a big ODB fan. I don't think that I'm not impressed with her in ring ability. I'd rather see Gal Kim win the knockout championship for the hundredth time. <laughs> Than have ODB as champion, but it is a, uh, I guess it is unfortunate that Mickey James will be leaving the company. She has been with the company for a very long time now. They helped her out with her CD
0: release, something that WWE refused to do. If I'm it not they didn't help her out with her CD release. Well, they promoted it. So what does that mean? She she went out and
2: did a Kickstarter. Yeah, but they I didn't I forgot about the Kickstarter. But they still uh, helped – with the promotions, where barely was, she didn't really do anything. They like, oh, they by her, the
0: way, you could buy her thing on the yeah, but that's more than what WWE and would they have used done her, with her song that she did. Yeah, but, but that's SMB more than what
2: WWE would, WWE would have done with her. But WWE wanted to profit from it, that's Yeah, what, they, they they wanted
0: to own TNA it. They can't afford to do that. Wait, answer me, did they, they wanted to own it, right? I think they wanted the rights, okay. But and a, what, TNA can't do that, they're not in a position to do
2: that. Okay, that's that's it. Then WWE wanted the rights to her music, and she was not willing
0: to give it up. Which is know, smart. I don't know if it was that or if it was if Maria had the same thing too. But
1: do we think yeah. do we think Mickie James is coming back to the WWE?
0: I'd hope so, but Why, I mean, I, what's she going to do?
1: I think she's in great shape,
2: and I think that she would be a great part of the Divas Division. Um, but I
1: mean, th- th- that would constrict other Divas that are coming up. Like that could constrict Paige from coming up, Dave.
0: But it, or 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 <laughs> or Mickey James comes back, whatever. I'm Mickey James. I'm hot shit. Look at this. I've done all this in WWE. I'm so so great. Blah blah. blah. And then boom, Paige comes out and oh, you think you're so great? Kind of like a John Cena Kurt Angle thing. Uh, Ruthless. And and I wouldn't really put it like that. But if you want to say it like that, I guess you could say <laughs> it like- I. Hmm. Because I I know we spoke about this a
2: million times about bringing in new people and whatnot. But that's one. Wait, that was the word that I wasn't supposed
1: to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. But but whatnot?
1: <laughs> but anyway, we'll see what goes on with it. The the trials and tribulations of that is impact wrestling. Uh, we're, sp- we're speaking about women's wrestling. Uh, PWS has a big. Uh, women's show coming up soon. I know Dave and Brandon will be making their way down to Rawway, or they're in
0: Rawway already. No, we're not going to be in Rawway for this.
1: No, but this is going to be in Iceland, New Jersey. The Bombshells will be in full action. And I'm just going to give this one to the guy that knows more about women's wrestling than anybody else does. So Dave, take it away.
2: Alright, PWS Bombshell 7 is going to take place Saturday, September 28th at the Columbian Club in Iceland, New Jersey. It's going to be live on IP Review. Autograph signings at 5 p.m., bell time at 6 p.m. You do not want to miss this event. They've been putting on – PWS Bombshells have been putting on amazing matches. Brandon, wouldn't you agree at the last – you went to the last bombshell show and you were actually very surprised at the uh, caliber of wrestling that you saw, right? Actually, I was, yeah. Yeah, I remember – he actually called me because – Okay, people, not,
0: people don't need to
1: know that I call you a uh, lot. Okay, but I <laughs> fall asleep talking to each other on the phone, ladies and gentlemen. No, once that
2: was once. That was once. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's going to be a tag team war match: the the Backseat Girls versus La Rosa Negra, the current Bombshells champion, and Amazing Khan. You're going to see Liliana Kai, the former uh, WWE Women's Champion, in action, and you're also going to see a special attractions match: Angelina Love versus Riot. You do not want to miss this event. First row only thirty dollars. Every other seat twenty dollars. Well worth it. Go visit PWS. Um, I'm sorry, Pro Wrestling Syndicate dot com. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that pretty cool that
0: Leilani Kai is going to be wrestling? Yeah, like I, I don't know. So. I don't know when the last time she wrestled or anything, but like I'm pretty sure she was trained by Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, she has. She was. She was trained by Fabulous Moolah, and she has so much WWE history. It's like that's well for. For the, as far as the women's division goes, but. yeah, she's she's really left her mark on uh, women's wrestling. Did she have a WrestleMania match or no?
2: I actually, I think, I she kind of feel like wrestled, she did. I think she may have wrestled at the first or second one very early on. I but, but that. something that's really cool that not many other promotions offer: for only forty dollars, you can get an autograph from Liliana Ka- Kai Riot, Amazing Kong, and it's Leilani. Le- Leilani, sorry. And Angelina Love They have so many offers Go check it out ProWrestlingSyndicate.com
1: yeah, and not only on the uh, the twenty eighth are they going to be having the bombshell ladies of wrestling. They're also going to be having a show highlighting the students of the PWS wrestling school. Uh, no matches have been announced at this time. The bell time is going to be eight thirty. But you know, Black Hollywood's going to be there. The Prince of the Prince the Prince of Aesthetics, Damien Gibbs, Chris Payne will be in action, and all the other
2: destruction. Rise- everyone, AC yeah. Gamble. Uh, Anthony Vigilante, you do not want to miss this.
1: The up and coming stars and the future of professional wrestling is at Pro Wrestling Syndicate. So go to Pro Wrestling dot com to keep yourself updated with everything that's going on in the wild and wacky world that is the PWS.
0: She was she was on Leilani Kai was on the first WrestleMania. By the way, yes, nice. it was Wendy Richter with Cindy Lauper versus Leilani Kai, who was champion with uh, Fabulous Moolah. So that's when Wendy Richter and like six minutes, one. The, the no, that is women's that's very, back. That's from. very
2: cool. That's a big opportunity for any pro wrestling fan to uh, get get a chance to see.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, a couple more little brief things we want to talk about before we get to the finale of our show. Uh, NYWC New York Wrestling Connection has a big show coming up on the 28th of September at the NYWC Sportatorium. It's going to be till I collapse. One match has been announced, and this is the big match that everybody's been waiting for. This is almost about two years in the making. It's going to be the Big O, defending his NYWC World Heavyweight title against the premier athlete, Anthony Niece. Anthony Niece has been really making a name for himself. We talked about him last week at the Evolve. Apparently, he's going to be going over to Japan for a tour, so congratulations to him on that. This is going to be a hard-hitting battle. I'm excited to see it. Lord only knows if Athletic Inc. Is going to get involved, but... As I said, it's gonna be at the NYWC Sportatorium. Go to nywcwrestling.com. Last thing we gotta talk about is we're entering the combat zone here. CZW had a big event last weekend. Down with the sickness. Solid card, top to bottom. But the big thing is there is a new CZW wired champion. AR Fox has been dethroned in what is being dubbed the greatest ladder match in the history of CZW your new Wired champion is Alex Colon not only defeating AR Fox but also defeating Shane Strickland and Andrew Everett I have not gotten a chance to watch this match yet but this is definitely on my queue of matches that I have to find or purchase and check out because I'm really excited to see this one and if it's being dubbed that good of a ladder match it could be a match of the year candidate
2: And you could only imagine what was put on in that match because Shane Strickland and uh, Andrew Everett have been so amazing this past year. Yeah. Absolutely. And have been really making a name for themselves on the indie uh, scene. So you could only imagine what this match really was.
1: Absolutely. CZW's next event is going to be October 4th at the Vogue Recreational Center in Philadelphia. It's called The Memory Remains. It's at 7.15 p.m. Go to czwwrestling.com. I think that's everything when, we
0: ha- What? When, when you said that we're entering.
1: Yeah. I thought you were
0: going to say we're entering the uh, film Zone? festival. No, the film festival.
1: I'm, I'm still undecided about that one. I really haven't.
0: God. Did you see what they – I saw they announced two of the films. Which ones? One was the Zombies vs. Wrestlers that Kurtz and Matt Hardy and all them are in. Oh, really? And the, Yeah, and then I didn't know the other one. It was a film directed by –
1: Is Tomas, is Tamarson in there, the zombie?
0: I don't know. There was somebody – oh, no, probably not. <laughs> the one thing that people really do know him as. But yeah. uh, there was a movie that oh, – damn, I can't remember who. Somebody – I think there was a wrestler who directed a movie or something that like – or at least the, the name sounded like it was a wrestling name that I didn't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> uh, Tammy Cinch was mugged.
0: Really? Apparently. Like yeah. face shotted? No, no, I don't know. She just said no, I wrote a joke headshot. status.
1: Um, I don't know. I just I just read a PW Insider. Just looking for stuff to
0: – She got mugged? Yeah. Well, speaking of things to promote, I guess, go to uh, ringside Collectibles or wrestlingfigs.com. Find out information for Ringside Fest, October 26th at Caroline's on Broadway. You can meet Daniel Bryan, Rob Van Dam, AJ, and Caitlin. So. I don't
1: know if this is Shameless Plugs, but anyway, let's no, get not. to... it's
0: just something else to talk about. I well, don't let's, know.
1: It's, it's, speaking of shamelessly plugging stuff, let's get to Shameless Plugs.
0: Shameless
2: Plugs. Now seems like a great time to really make the right changes in your life. So go visit com. create a free account Create an account today and receive a free consultation from Anthony Nice through email, as well as you'll receive fifteen percent off any fifty uh, percent off your first purchase. We spoke about Tony Nice really establishing himself, and this is a great way to get consulted by one of the up, one of the future stars of pro wrestling. Whether your goal is weight loss, muscle building, or just overall health and nutrition, he has everything that you can use. Go visit TonyNeese.com.
1: I like that, Dave. That was a good shameless plug. I was going to
2: say
0: consulting much. about what but <laughs> then?
1: Yeah. Thank,
2: thank you.
0: I, I slowed myself down on that one. <laughs> it was Adam Pierce, by the way. Adam Pierce, The director. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh,
1: seven levels of hate. Yeah, gotcha. there you go. Okay, yeah. I, saw, I was watching something about that the other day. I was watching the preview for it.
2: Also, go visit our friends over at Weekly Wrestling Podcast. You can go check them out, weeklywrestlingpodcast.com or on Twitter, weekly w podcast they release a podcast uh, a new podcast every Saturday, uh, every sunday and indie power rankings are released every tuesday really cool podcast and they actually have a new interview with uh, the first lady of ring of honor maria canellis it is very interesting to listen to and they all have it's always fun to listen to what other podcasts have to say about pro wrestling so go check them out weeklywrestlingpodcast.com also from going from one podcast to another Houston Wrestling Radio, they just released an interview with Taylor Hendricks. And it's definitely going to, I haven't listened to it yet personally, but I am looking forward to listening to this uh, interview. She, I'm sure she has a ton to say. Also, happy birthday to Abel of the Houston Wrestling Radio podcast. They just released their 50th episode. So go check it out and go fo- uh, follow them on Twitter at H Wrestling Radio.
1: Yeah, and they have a uh, they have a uh, store at prowrestlingtees.com, so definitely go pick a shirt up there.
2: Definitely, all uh, good podcasts to check out besides marking out.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Also, now it's time to get into it. It is Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the
1: Week. My Match of the Week. You may find this interesting. I find it kind of interesting. I was trying to find a lot of it online. But apparently this weekend during the, uh, the house shows, they had the first time ever one-on-one match yes. between. yes, Zack Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins gets the match of the week. I know he posted a couple things of it on Facebook and on the YouTube page. But I think this is something that, especially for us, that seeing these guys grow in their career, we've never seen them go one-on-one. Finally getting to see one-on-one is pretty exciting. So that is my match of the week. And I know Brandon enjoyed that one. You know what I'm yeah. going to enjoy?
0: Wait, Kurt Hawkins did the upside-down frown with, like, a landing uh, game up? type of thing. Yeah, it was Oh, uh, cool. yeah, like kind of a Michinuku driver. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. I was like, why don't they put this stuff on TV?
1: Because it's not good for business, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All
2: right. I, I, I don't I, know. I didn't even mention it, but HoustonWrestlingRadio.com is the website. Yeah. So, thank you.
1: Amen. So, anyway, from things that Brandon likes. Brandon, what would you like to shout out this week?
0: This is marking out. Smooth jazz. Bread and shout-outs gonna make you come. I'm gonna give this first shout-out to Grand Theft Auto 5. Based on the radio stations in the game alone, there's a bunch of songs that I know that are in the game, and there has to be like 300 songs or something like that, so that's pretty cool. It's that good? The radio station? No, just the game itself. The, I mean, it's a typical Grand Theft Auto game, Okay. Uh, it is it, it, it is fun to play. It's back in San Andreas. It's like the, the map is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard that it was like over 40 miles long. Yeah, I think if you go from point A to point B of the like the bottom of the map to the top of the map, it's like six minutes. It takes if you're cool. driving there. But... Uh, yeah, it's the story modes or it's fun, it's the missions or whatever that's fun so far. And you need a
1: smartphone to
0: train. Yeah, your- that's gonna say next. I'm gonna give an anti shout out to Grand Theft Auto 5 because I need to train my dog, and I won't be able to get that opportunity because I don't have a smartphone. I think that's bullshit. So now, I, what happens to your dog? No, the dog is fine. Like he'll be able to live and just stay in my backyard or whatever. <laughs> Feed know, him tibbles and bits. No, my brother said he's going to he, – my brother actually downloaded the, the Grand Theft Auto app. So maybe, is it free? Yeah, it is free. Okay, good. And It's called the iFruit or whatever, but apparently that's also something else. So you have to search for Grand Theft Auto iFruit and it, it, there's, there's apparently issues with signing up right now. I don't understand how you release a game and an app where you've been working on it for how many years and there's, there's bugs and stuff. Like, come on. But uh, last shout-out goes to Big Show from WWE 2K14. Uh, There's a version of him from WrestleMania 20, and it looks awesome. And, uh, I mean, there there are some disappointing things about attires for the uh, 30 years of WrestleMania mode, but the Big Show is pretty sweet, so. I know there's a bunch of people online complaining about other aspects of that mode. Yeah. Such as... McFoley from WrestleMania 2000 not having short hair or not having the right color flannel vest. And that's you. Or not that's having the right kind of McFoley shirt. No, I'm not I'm not one to complain about a video game, but I think if you're going to hype up a a mode as much as they hyped up 30 years of WrestleMania, get the attire's correct. He's in the crib. I mean like <clears throat> there's a Diesel where Diesel didn't wear that diesel didn't have a mullet at wrestlemania 11 or something or wrestlemania 10 or something i don't know it's like just little things like Shawn michaels has white boots he should have red boots oh my god <laughs> these no, are the things that
1: you did, this is the things you can do in like custom creations or whatever that
0: right out. no no i know that but if you're gonna play these matches in that mode it should be that attire from that specific oh they, they put out there's there's three different attires for the, the old retro rock. Like he's got the long sideburns, he's got the sideburns, and the no sideburns. That's fantastic. And then you got then you have Shawn Michaels where his boots are white. Or Mick Foley who all you had to do was use superstar threads and you could have given him the, the bluish greenish vest from WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. I mean there's little things. Everyone's going to always complain about a video game. I'm fine with whatever but – it Except sounds like for, you're
2: fine with whatever. It
0: sounds no. Like- I, I really am though. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy. Like I get the game every year. I saw my friend sent me a link to this somewhere where someone's like, where somebody wrote that. Oh, uh, I forgot what the person said, but some something was wrong with the attire, and they were going to go get money back for their their uh, their deposit for the game or whatever. It's like that's dumb. Just buy the game, play it, enjoy it. Yeah. 30 years of WrestleMania, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, that train wreck of a match. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that match made it. I, I mean, that what other match from WrestleMania 20 are you going to put in, but that match sucked. I think we have to change there. your
1: shout-outs to Brandon's things that he finds wrong with WWE games.
0: No, I'm fine with that. I really am fine with it, but that match was terrible. That was literally one of the worst matches I've ever seen live. Neither of them cared They were both going out They were both leaving WWE Neither of them cared So But here they are 2013 In the video game But I'm fine with it (laughs) Alright Good shoutouts Brandon Good shoutouts Great
1: shoutouts It's time for it It's ours. Mark out moment of the week. I don't have one.
0: I ate some rice puffs the other day. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> um, I don't know.
1: I don't know, uh, I know. Yeah. Th- these are things we're supposed to be discussing.
2: Yeah, why is it that we always – like this is one of our bigger segments and we always forget This was the, the
1: D segment. <laughs> this started off the segment part of the show. We had this and then Brandon's like, I want shout-outs. I didn't like, say
0: and I want shout-outs. You gave me shout-outs after I hung, that's I was hung up. That's because you wouldn't speak. No, well, the last thing I would do would I would just be like, oh, shout out to my boy Bill Demott, yeah, <laughs> and you turned it into a segment. And
1: then Dave's like, I want a segment, and we we're going to call it Dave's Triple Threat. And I said, Dave, oh, I that's the worst. That's now. the worst name ever. Oh, I want it now, Daddy. And then Dave's like, Chris, you should get a segment. And I'm like, all right, fine. I think I talk yeah. enough on this show, but mark out moment of the week. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I want gotta- to say
0: I used a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's that funny? Like what? It's not a. <laughs> why is that funny? No, I, I used the coupon for Shop Zone or WWE Shop as it's now called. They had a, a deal where you buy one, get one free for the WWE DVDs. So I got the History of Madison Square Garden, the Mid-South Wrestling one. Really? You got the, the Mid-South of Histi- uh, The Unreleased Matches Volume 2 and I got the no, – Brandon
2: spends at least $1,000 on WWEShop.com. No, I don't. No, I don't.
1: Before I we do- started doing this podcast, do before we started doing this broad podcast, all Brandon wore was Adidas shirts, and now only wears <laughs> his wrestling shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know when this happened? When we started I, like, doing I, this I podcast? Was, I was embarrassed, kind of, to wear wrestling shirts and everything, and then, like,
1: I started that's when the warlord and,
0: came in. No, I started doing more and more stuff with wrestling and everything. I like going to more events and everything, and uh, slowly but surely, I bought the Zack Ryder shirt. I bought the John Cena T shirt. I bought the Rock's two T shirts, and that was that's what sparked it. And I bought brought them down to Florida with us to to Miami for WrestleMania 28, and I wore the wrestling shirts that weekend. And then I got back, and I was like. Damn, I'm gonna just buy wrestling shirts. Never, like they have enough that I like.
1: Never be embarrassed to wear anything. I wore that's I wore my Trent shirt to work the other day. It was that's awesome. Different.
0: That's different. I'm talking about like walking through Penn Station wearing a Zack Ryder shirt. Okay, I'll do it. All right, I got something. But no, like that. I was embarrassed to do it do a I, giant face. With wait, Dave.
1: Hair. Dave, Dave has you know, something. Did you use a coupon something. too, Dave?
2: I, on the pay per view where they <laughs> where I used they the had to pay for my pay per view. I used yeah, to coupon no, on the pay per view where they had the polls. And oh, Sting, those polls sucked. Yeah, but the fact that Sting and Hulk Hogan won the their uh each poll, yeah. I thought that was pretty uh I totally forgot about those polls.
1: Those are trash.
2: Oh, completely. But it was just interesting to see that Sting went over uh, as the US unit best United States champion.
1: DX, the best tag team ever? Come on, are you serious? Yep, exactly.
0: And oh. so on that note, let's end off this show. Wait, I used coupons. I bought I pre ordered WWE. <laughs>
2: Oi, hey, 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 Brandon! You and your coupons. Man, this is, the, the end of the
1: show is becoming a, as a train wreck as that Divas Match Night Champions.
0: They were gift cards. That's how I paid for Grand Theft Auto too with a gift card. Excellent. So gift let's let's close out the show right
1: now. We uh, definitely appreciate you guys for listening this week. Next week we'll have a full rundown of ROH's Death Before Dishonor and both the PWS shows that Dave and Brandon will be attending this weekend. So if you see them there, make sure you take a picture with Brandon, and we will give you a shameless plug. Oh, uh, until next week, Facebook.com slash marking out, Twitter.com slash marking out, marking out one at gmail.com. You can listen to this at Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and markingout.com. Comment on the website. And until next week, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Rave underscore MO. And you can follow Brandon. On Twitter, at BTTG161. Thank you to Nick Matocho for making our logo. And thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. So until then, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week.
0: On the What? <laughs> That's how Jason Hooper used to do it. So are uh, you taking my shit? I'm going to take your shit. You're going to take the shit for him? Yes, I, I would take shit for him, David. Drop Trout and squeeze out
1: Nathan Stevens.